the podcast for anyone who runs. All bodies, all paces. Carmen, how are you? I mean, considering everything going on in the world, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. So for some context, uh, we're recording here. Our goal was it's 2021. You know, everybody's setting running goals. Our goal is to like get this podcast going more regularly and also running as well. And, you know, we're recording the day after, uh, you know, all hell broke loose in, in uh, Washington, D.C. And a bunch of uh, white supremacists uh, decided to break into the capital uh, of the United States and form an insurrection and try to instill a, you know, false leader, a dictator. <laughs> Funny enough. Uh, not funny. None of this is funny, actually. Um, but that didn't really phase me because I, I think even on one of our podcasts, I brought it up like the warning signs were there and people never thought it could happen here. But I mean, we've seen it happen in a lot of countries. And so that for me wasn't shocking. I felt like everyone around me was kind of just trying to grapple with that. Um, and neither was this shocking, but to me, it was more upsetting the fact that they were basically just led into the building and that would have never happened if it was black or brown people, you know? Yeah. And this is something I've talked about for years where anytime we would have a protest or something for anything, like go back to, you know, I was involved a little bit with uh, Occupy Wall Street, you know, like with a lot of those movements, anytime there's something that comes from the left, the women's movement, Occupy, uh, Black Lives Matter, um, any of the like, uh, protests, uh, that a lot of indigenous folks did, uh, on Columbus day, there would always be riot cops there and, and they would always have their shields exactly. and their masks and, and they would be like hiding in, in the alleyways and tanks just waiting, you know, and, and they're always there to like push everyone back. And then there's this huge right wing rally happening where the president tells them to go do the thing. And just the such a weak response, uh, it just shows you. Yeah. And it's something that I've always noticed because even when the Tea Party stuff was happening, you know, there were never co- there were maybe a handful mm-hmm. of cops there. Maybe uh, you never really saw any kind of reaction. Uh, anytime there's been any kind of right wing protests, uh, look at the anti maskers. Uh, you know, yep. there's there's they're never met with the same kind of vitriol that people who are just fighting for basic rights are met with. And it's like all there, all on camera. And it's, I just like, we can't phrase it in other terms of what is not, like it's very clear to see the difference and it has to be addressed and things have to change. I'm just, I'm so tired. Yeah, I totally agree. And You know, and this is, you know, and same with you, like this is, it, was, it wasn't shocking to me as well. Like I knew it was going to happen. Like it's been festering. I mean, if you go back to the nineties, I mean, these are the same people that produced like the Unabomber and uh, the Oklahoma city bombings and, and, you know, all of these far right terrorists over the years that for the most part, um, the resources are never directed towards them. You know, they're directed towards Muslim folks, towards mm-hmm. uh, environmental activists, 
uh, you know, I come from like the animal rights environmental activism movement and, you know, I've known people that have gotten arrested for just having websites, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then these people just aren't even on the radar. And, and during the Trump administration specifically, I haven't heard anyone really talk about this, but during the Trump administration specifically, they already didn't have right-wing terrorists like uh in, as a focus in the um homeland security but when trump came in office like they completely took them off the radar yeah. you know and then look what happens and it's crazy that still nothing has happened because everyone knows what hotels they're staying in or like even this ridiculous ridiculousness that I've seen of like help us identify them like it's not hard their faces aren't covered many of them have posts on social media like it uh, it's just like stop with the bs like do the real work stop with the bs but besides all of this uh <laughs> how are you like how's 2021 treating you so far how is running for you um i did a lot of self-care yesterday um i pretty much stayed away from the tv and social media for the most part um i went for a hike i did yoga i did a workout and i went to bed (laughs) nice um so that's kind of the what i'm really trying to bring into 2021 um, because we're obviously kind of stuck inside and our time is looking different. So really just trying to um, be filled with activities that recharge me. Um, and running is one. <laughs> uh, and I've kind of forced myself into a half marathon plan so that I uh, stick to stick to running to build some consistency, which I have been desperately lacking these past few months. Yeah, so what were your goals kind of in 2020 that weren't able to happen? Uh, Well, supposedly, according to my official time, I didn't break uh, my marathon goal of doing it under five. My Garmin says otherwise. Oh, because you did get to do Um, a marathon, I just remembered. I did get to do a marathon, yeah. I did get to. Um, But it's kind of sad because I I was so strong by the time that day came and I knew I had to like okay maybe like take it easy two weeks and then refocus my energy into the Nike half marathon and um even though it was gonna be a hilly course and I was gonna be on tired legs I still wanted to push my body to see what it could do because I was so excited I really felt like uh I was at a really maybe peak level of running performance for me. Um, And I was just looking forward to how I was going to continue to build and hopefully get a little more faster. And that's like, it's completely not the case now. (laughs) And that was the half marathon where you guys had that um, like women training, like men. Yeah. My group had, women training men yeah nice uh that was such a cool uh idea that whole like campaign (laughs) and it was such a bummer that it because that one didn't happen right like that's what you're no we had to do it on our own yeah like whoever 
you know, did. And I did, but it's not the same, you know, like the whole world had changed. Um, You know, running like everything else in life right now took a few more steps. You know, you had to make sure you had everything, your mask. Can I carry some hand sanitizer? Um, So, yeah, it wasn't. I mean, I I should be proud of just being able to finish it alone out there, just making up my own course. <laughs> I tried to do part of the Nike course. Um, but yeah, you know, it's not the same. But I am happy to report that my mentee, John, is still getting out there and running. Oh, nice. Um, so he found, yeah, he found the, I mean, he, he was an athlete in college, so he He's not completely new to running, but I'd like to think he's found a little bit of the, like, peace that comes with running. Nice. That we love. Amazing. Well, my goals were to do a 10-miler, a half marathon, and two marathons were all in my kind of year last year. And I did the 10-miler... Uh, I did the virtual half marathon. I did the virtual 10 miler. Um, I wasn't, both of those races got canceled. And then also both of my full marathons got canceled. Um, so those were my big goals last year. Um, so I did accomplish a couple of them and we have talked on this podcast about how I did try to run my marathon. I mean, we think you did it, right? I yeah, thought we, we I think, concluded that you did it. Yeah. I mean, uh, considering it was 100 degrees and uh, I was almost out of water and my watch was probably wrong, uh, I feel like I did a marathon. <laughs> you did it. You did it. That, that sounds like the struggle of the last six miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but since then, like, just my... Um, motivation or or my why whatever you want to call it my inspiration to run after that marathon attempt and then later on just running for a couple more months but it just waned you know and I think a lot of Mm -hmm. it just had to do with like I wanted to leave the house less and and just like a lot of things like that um and then I bought another road bike and, and I was cycling a lot. But cycling, like, I'm just realizing, like, as much as I love it, it just, it takes so much time and preparation and and I don't feel good unless I've gotten out for at least, like, 40 miles or something. And and that takes, you know, a good chunk a of your day. <laughs> um, whereas running, you know, I can go out for like an hour and I feel good. And then I go back to the house and do some strength training or something like that, which I've been doing a lot more lately. Um, we'll talk about that in the main topic, but, um, but yeah, finally a few weeks ago, I just rediscovered my love for running because I didn't feel like putting on my bike kit for some reason. Like it just takes so much work to get the zipper on and get your helmet and get your <laughs> and get your cycling shoes that are all stiff and put on your bib shorts and get your base layer and you know fill that up your like a lot. yeah fill up your water bottles make sure your tires are aired up uh, et cetera et cetera um, you know I just felt like just going so I just threw on some shoes and a t shirt and got my shorts and went out the door and did like you know, three miles, which, you know, like six or seven months ago was kind of like nothing, but now it's a lot now. (laughs) It it felt like a lot. (laughs) 
Um, but now, uh, you know, uh, I've been running almost every day uh, for the last few That's weeks. Awesome. And so with that, let's just jump into the main topic. So I think the main topic today is kind of what everyone else is going to be doing with their podcasts, especially running podcasts that it's 2021 new year. Uh, what are our goals or what are the things that we're inspired by as far as like running goes and what things are you excited about? Cause it's, it's so um, easy to focus on all the bad stuff. We started with that. So how do we like move on, not move on, but how do we grow and continue to like live out our lives in a, in a good way <laughs> and in our running lives specifically, since this <laughs> is a running podcast. Um, I think my inspiration actually came a little bit before the new year. Um, I had two friends that just did a big distance for no reason. Like they weren't signed up for a virtual anything. Well, not for no reason. Um, one did, um, miles for his birthday, which is, I believe he turned 28th. Sorry if I'm not remembering correctly, <laughs> but it was a little bit more than a marathon. Um, and then another friend just did a half, like, you know, it just felt like it. And we went out to safely socially distance cheer for both of them. So that was really inspiring. And that's what kind of put me on this path to um, just do a half marathon plan. Like I'm not signed up for a race. I just, uh, that's a goal that I want to achieve. Um, I know with, I, I feel like I do better with a plan because um, it's so hard to get out there right now. So I have a plan to follow. I'm going to do that. Um, I've let some other friends know to keep me accountable. You know now, <laughs> so please <laughs> keep me accountable. Um, but I think that running is making a comeback. Um, for everyone, it seems like in in like in in the big general worldwide community, but also here. I know here in LA we're still a bit more locked down than other places, but I've seen a lot of people seeming to set a real goal to get back into it. And I know that once it's safe again, our um, our groups will get back into it, um, as they were a few months ago before we got shut down. And here in LA, at least, supposedly, the LA Marathon is going to take place in May. Um, I'm not going to run it, but I'm looking forward to cheering. So I, I think I'm in, in whatever best way I can and the safest way I can. I'm trying to get excited for running community again because I think it is going to happen in some way. Not like it looked before. But I think we can find that joy and that fun because that's what the um, the birthday run felt like. Um, he hit different parts of the city and in different parts of the city, our friends went and cheered. And, you know, we had to get up early and we had to plan where we were going to join them, where we were going to go cheer. And it felt like a real race day. So trying to find more things like that in 2021. Yeah, mine kind of my inspiration kind of started a little bit before 2021 again. Like I'm kind of like I mentioned earlier that 
there was that day I went and got ready. And then I think the next day it actually snowed a bunch. And then I was like, well, I hate riding a bike in the snow, so I'll go for a run again. And so I put on my trail shoes and threw on some pants and, and it felt really good. And I was like, man, I like running in the snow. I like running when it's nice out, like whatever. So basically I just feel inspired again. And then I was just reading, um, well, I noticed like this guy that I know, you know, has just like kind of changed his life through running recently. I, I just follow him, following him on Instagram. And I remember when he was just getting into running and he's like completely like in it now. And I missed that feeling. And also the 10 miler that I had to do virtually last year came up, uh, that it's going to come again in May. And so I decided to sign up for it and, you know, do that 10 miler. And I'm starting, and I think part of it too is like seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, technically the, my main job is a government job, uh, part of a public school system. Mm. And we're all going to get vaccinated soon because everyone who works in the building has to get vaccinated so they can have kids come back to school again. Oh, wow. And so all the employees are going to get vaccines probably this month. Uh, my brother just got vaccinated because he works <laughs> uh, for, you know, the government in Denver, the city government, and all their employees are getting vaccinated so they can continue keeping government things going and so I'm just I think the light is that is there I know (laughs) that there's a lot of problems still with like the vaccines not being uh you know planned very well because our moron uh do nothing (laughs) uh administration but you know we can at least see it coming that we will be able to have like community and stuff again. And it'll probably always be a little different, but I'm also excited about the idea of community. I'm really inspired now to start a run club here in Omaha. Yay. Um, you know, there's Omaha's kind of <sighs> sectioned off <laughs> by, uh, there's kind of West Omaha, which is like where all the rich people live and it's very suburban feeling. Uh-huh. And then there's like East Omaha, which is where I live, which is like downtown, um, just kind of the surrounding neighborhoods. And then North Omaha is kind of like a historically redlined, uh, historically black community. And then South Omaha is like a lot of East European immigrants and the, the oh. a lot of Mexican community and stuff like that. And Omaha is like very segregated still. And... Uh, part of what I want that I think would be really cool is to have the East Omaha run club where we do runs in South Omaha, North Omaha, and like downtown and try to like connect the communities here on East Omaha, because right right now all the infrastructure for all the run shops, all that stuff are all in like West Omaha. Mm, Yep. Yep. (laughs) So I think it'd be cool to try to build up and lift up that community here and try to, you know. Um, promote running as like something that I'm inspired by all you kids out in LA and in New York and stuff with all your <laughs> run clubs and stuff. 
<laughs> and like just seeing so many different people that are running and it's so cool. And here I just see the same people over and over again. Um, I would love to just promote running as a way of building community and building solidarity and yeah. as like a healing kind of thing. No, I think that's going to be very important once we are kind of let out and around each other. Um, I think community, knowing the people in your community and having those people that, you know, can that we can help each other out. Um, everyone here in L.A. that I've met through running um, was a big part in me surviving <laughs> last year and even yesterday. Um, that's just running is just full of such great people yeah and i definitely don't feel like that exists here like there's a couple of cool group runs and stuff but there's not like a run crew you know what i mean there's mm-hmm. like people that put on races there is a lot of runners here there's runs that meet at breweries and stuff but i don't know like too many groups that like train together and like are welcoming to all different paces and and like i want to build something that is reminiscent of what's going on on the coasts and in bigger cities yeah that would be really nice so i think my goal my big goal for 2021 my big resolution is build a running community here i Uh, love it yeah so east omaha get a cool (laughs) you gotta get cool colors and a cool logo though (laughs) yeah yeah east omaha run club it's it's happening (laughs) e-o-r-c i like it okay (laughs) <laughs> I'm uh I'm inspired by, you know, the Koreatown Run Club merch and the and the <laughs> you know, Hakim and the Pure Souls in Mind and then uh what's the one you're part of? The other one uh, I am part of Koreatown. Oh I know, um, yeah. Uh, the, the other, other one, one is uh Good Vibe Good Vibes Track Club. Yeah, Good Vibes Track Club. Yeah. And I think they collab with Sorry sometimes too. What are some other uh, hopes that you have uh, to regain some speed <laughs> yeah uh, for running not to feel as hard <laughs> or that the smaller runs can feel easier so that the only thing feeling harder the longer runs <laughs> i did five miles the other day and it was like the first time in a long time that it actually felt uh it actually felt once I was about two and a half miles in, I finally actually felt like I was in the groove again. Yeah. Um, up until about like mile four, and I got to this really steep hill that I had to walk up. But that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I've always hated that, is that hill. Okay. I've always hated that hill, but you know, I used to run up it, but now I walk and it's fine. You know, the thing I love about hills is they're great for measuring, um, like how you're doing. Right. So I always notice when I'm able, oh, look, I started to walk. Uh, well, at least the way I I attack a hill is I try to run it for as long as I can first and then switch to walking. So I I, I can see my progress in that way. And, you know, I'm always like, oh, I, I started the walk a little later up the hill this time, <laughs> you know. Um, so that's always fun for me with hills. Um, but also recognize that you could just be having a bad day. So don't get down if one day you're not, you know, 
you're not doing better than the previous week, you know? Yeah. I mean, some, like, even when I was at my, you know, fittest, I would run a half marathon one day, like on a Saturday for my long run while I was training and I would do like 13 miles or something and I felt fine. And then the next day I would like do like a recovery run that was supposed to be like, you know, two or three miles, just like chill pace and then it would be like the hardest thing I've ever done in my life so it's really like a day-by-day thing um and I'm also looking forward to being smarter with my running um I've really had to have a talk with myself of like hey we're at the start again let's not go crazy and try to come anywhere near our previous pace and just yeah being totally okay with like if I have to walk a little during this run that's okay because also doing too much of your training, um, making too much of it intense or too fast is also not good for your progress. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So just taking it easy and enjoying it. Yeah, so I'm kind of trying to do like a streak right now. I'm not giving myself any hard and fast rules about it. I'm just seeing how long I feel like running every single day. Mm-hmm. And so like two days ago, you know, I needed a rest because I ran five miles a day before, which was the longest I've run in a while. <laughs> and so I did that five mile day and the next day I still wanted to get my streak on. So I just ran a mile, you know, Yeah. and it was fine and it was nice. And then I still felt like I did something. Then I got home and I did a couple uh, uh, Apple Fitness Plus uh, strength workouts um fancy (laughs) and that was pretty sweet but what are things that you know how can we stay inspired and motivated even when we're not feeling that way (laughs) like when we don't want to run well a part of it i at least for me with like you said like there is a light at the end of the tunnel so I think I've also started to realize like, okay, at some point in this year, we are going to be running together again. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to be horribly out of running shape, you know, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean like being super fast or anything, but uh, yeah, I want to be able to do the three miles like and not feel like I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good... Um, that's- I think that's part of it. I think that's why it was so hard during this Corona time and why it was such a different kind of thing is because after like two, three months, you know, and, and then yeah, it was just, there, there was no end in sight and it, everything was just so unsure. And I kind of just wanted to just stay in my hole and not like leave it, you know? And it was like, exactly. It was real. I mean, it was real. It was real. I mean, let's, I'll just be, honest right here it was like full-on like it's something I've always struggled with but it was like full-on depression like to yeah you know a very unhealthy level I've gained a ton of weight this year um since (laughs) yeah I've gained a ton of weight during COVID I was eating like crap and I was just kind of pacifying myself with with TV and stuff like that and I just didn't want to do anything else like outside of I didn't even want to work, but I had to work. So (laughs) I worked, but I didn't want to. Um, But I think that once this kind of, you know, winter hit and I just kind of woke up one day and realized like, you know, eight months in a hole is just 
what a horrible feeling just like physically and emotionally (laughs) and mentally and I was like I have to like do something for me and I think that just thinking about you know in the long term like you're saying like eventually we will be running together like (laughs) et cetera et cetera but also and I want to be able to you know do what I did but also just like for myself like I just I like it better when I feel good (laughs) yes yes and it's not running running makes us feel good but yeah yeah, these past few months it was so hard to do yeah and it's not even the weight like I don't want that to be the focus like it's really like it's really just I feel physically I felt physically sluggish and it was also really bad for my mental health and I think that the Mm -hmm. best thing that I've done in months is this past few weeks of like running every day and and scheduling time to meditate and trying to organize my life and then I bought a calendar for the first time uh, wow, I, look at you. I splurged and I got a tracksmith. I can't believe this is your first time getting a calendar. I know. Well, I've always had them on my phones and stuff, so I never feel like I need to buy a calendar. My wife buys them oh, all the time. but I'm old school. Like, I love writing yeah. on them. So, so I got the tracksmith calendar. I splurged. It was expensive, but it's beautiful. But it, does it do something special? No, it just it's just a big tracksmith calendar, and it's made on really beautiful paper. And it says no days off on it. And oh, that's good. Yeah. And it's and it's just really pretty and it's hanging right above my desk. So I look at it and I'm like, oh, I should go run. My tracksmith calendar is telling me to go run. <laughs> that's some good motivation. Um But I think um I think a little bit also why maybe we've had this shift is I think we used up a lot of our emotional and mental energy just trying to make it through every day in the quarantine. Um, And the same, like, I definitely struggled with depression. But I I would have, like, a day or a half day where I was on it. Like, I was getting out there. I was running. I was exercising. I was eating better. But then in the evening, I would lose that steam. I wanted comfort food. I wanted a Netflix binge. Um... So same, I feel like there's this hope now and I feel like it's it's making me be able to be a little bit mentally stronger now and stick to the things that I know are going to make me feel better, that I know are going to bring me joy and that I know are good for me. <laughs> yeah, I think part of it, I'm going to also add on with the Netflix binge thing is that also I've watched so many movies and so much TV this year and like now watching movies is like part of my job because I have a movie review show for work (laughs) and I've watched so many movies and I watch so much TV that I'm just kind of sick of it now and I'm kind of like ready to just be a human again (laughs) and and I rewatched the film that we uh you know got to make together in in Mexico and I just missed that so much and you know I'm ready to do something like that again I'm ready to travel and be with people and (laughs) and uh and make another film I'm really hoping we can travel by the end of the year it's on my vision board I want it to happen I need it to happen (laughs) same but another thing I did for myself, I was running the other day and I've always thought about getting kind of the waterproof shoes, the the like Nike shields or like the on, uh, you know, Gore-Tex shoes or whatever. Uh-huh. But finally, I was running yesterday and I kept stepping in puddles because it snowed a ton last week and it was like kind of melting yesterday. 
And I kept stepping in puddles and my feet were wet. And I was like, you know what? I've been running every day for like three weeks. I'm going to buy some new shoes. So last night I ordered some <laughs> some Nike uh, Pegasus 37s uh, with the waterproof kind of cover on them. Hmm. So I'm going to run I through had... all the puddles like a kid. And I'm going to feel stoked on it. Uh, one of my running friends uh, from New York, she uses duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I should probably. But she says it's that. not that great because your feet can't really breathe. Yeah, there is that. But like, if you're ever in a race and all of a sudden it's a rainy day, you can just uh, duct tape your shoes to keep your feet dry. Hot tip. <laughs> Dang. But that was like in a pinch. Like I feel like if I live somewhere, yeah, with four seasons, I would probably just. In fact, I do have a pair of those, but um, from a previous model. But I keep them in Chicago. Nice. Oh, yeah, you need them there for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, mean, I should have just moved to L.A. instead of buying shoes. <laughs> no, but Omaha needs you. Omaha needs you to create a run community. Um, and it sounds like you're going to be bringing that run community, like feeling and closeness and joy to people who maybe haven't explored it before. I hope so. Which is what we're also kind of about. You know, everyone can run. Yeah, exactly. So we want to know what your goals are for 2021. Uh, What are your running goals? You know, are you seeing light at the end of the tunnel? We hope you are. You know, what what can this podcast be for you to help you meet your goals? Yeah, just hit us up at peoplewhorunpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and we're starting over with you, so, you know. Yeah, I'm basically starting. Like, I'm basically a new runner again. I, 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 I tried to. Uh, I foolishly looked at a marathon. I mean, a half marathon plan for like improving my time or at least getting back to the the time I was at. And I looked at the plan. I was like, "There's no way." I I went to the beginner plan because that's where I'm at right now, and that's okay. Because that's also a beautiful journey. Exactly. So we're here. St- pretend you know we're starting running for the first time we're here with you but we do have some experience that we can share just uh gear uh you know taking care of yourself uh not doing too much but not doing too little like knowing how to push yourself like we've been there so we're here for you (laughs) um and you know we're kind of starting over with you so let's do this together this does it for this episode of people who run Thank you so much for tuning in. To find more information, visit us on Instagram at peoplewho.run. Or visit us at peoplewho.run. Please leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure you tell a friend. Please. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Tell all your friends. Um, So this podcast is part of Figure Podcasts. To hear more about our shows, visit figurepodcasts.com. And until next time, get, get those, those miles. miles. Oh, I didn't know that was supposed to be together. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know either. I just did it. I liked it. <laughs>